Hey, this is Quintessential 2, and I am back with a review of Love and Marriage Huntsville. This is Season 2, Episode 4, um, Threats, Lies, and Videotape. Now, okay, <clears throat> I will say overall, I like to give my overall score or grade for the show before I get started with some of the highlights, and I'm going to give this one, I'm going to give it a B. I was going to give it a C plus, but I'm going to go right and give it a solid B. It was a, actually, it was a good episode. It was, it wasn't a lot of drama because we didn't, we still have a little bit of drama. We had some drama between Marceau and Martel, but for the most part, it was oh, a little messiness with Letitia's mom. But other than that, it was, it was a solid B. I'll give it a solid B. So one of the things we want to talk about is Letitia had a speaking event that she was um, attending her first speaking event, I think it was about girl empowerment and being positive and things of that nature. She was very nervous about it because, you know, she has an issue with public speaking. You know, she's been made fun of regarding her accent and, you know, speech impediment, I think, previously or in previous years. So she did a really good job. She made her points. She made everybody um really seek, um, you know, just looking within themselves and, and try to be positive, set goals for themselves, all that good stuff. And, you know, Marceau was there, which I wasn't sure that he was going to be at this event because in the last episode, it, it, it didn't seem as though he was really interested in going. Um, he was, you know, they were having an argument about her time split between real estate and school or whatever. And, being a being a home with the children. So it was kind of interesting, but he was there. He had his flowers with him to give to her after the speech. Kimmy was there, and so was Letitia's mom. And then there was another woman that was there who Letitia introduced to the audience as, um, I don't know her name, but this was another sorority sister. And the way the sorority sister was talking, she don't seem to be too fond of Mel. I don't think she's a advocate of Melody. I think that you know, I, I don't know. I didn't get the impression that she was an advocate for Mel. And I also got the impression that if she saw Mel, she would let Mel know what time it is. Like she didn't have a problem with speaking her truth and speaking the way she feels about being supportive of Tisha and what Tisha got going on. Now, Tisha's mom was there and first her and Marceau kind of went back and forth about... You know, I don't know. It's like Tisha's mom wants to make it seem like Marceau is the worst husband on earth. Now, I don't know if he is or if he isn't. They don't really see it for each other. And Marceau tries very hard to be respectful. And it was so funny because during the episode, he kept saying, I respect my mother-in-law. I respect my mother-in-law. I really believe he wants to cuss her out, but he won't do it, which is a good idea. Don't do that. But she pushes his buttons. And he pushes her buttons. It's kind of almost comedic when you see the two of them in a scene together. Then we see Letitia's mom and Kimmy. Now, for whatever reason, the mom thinks that Kimmy is being a fake friend because the mom says that, well, Kimmy went and supported uh, Melody's skincare line private event. So therefore, that makes Kimmy um, fake. Not a, not a real friend. I didn't understand that. I'm like, what? It didn't seem to make any sense. But she seems to be, she was throwing little jabs at Kimmy. And Kimmy was like, you know what? I'm not even going to respond to this. I'm not going to give you that. 
energy right now. But later on, we see Kimmy's gonna be like, "Look, girl, that ain't. We need you need to fall back on on how what my relationship is with Mel and what my relationship is with Letitia. I'm gonna need you to fall all the way back." Some people. Here's what I get the way the mother is thinking here. Tish is her sister-in-law, okay? So since Tish is her sister-in-law, it's always about family first. That's your sister-in-law. You need to back her up, and that's just it. You, you, if, if she falls out with someone, it doesn't matter if you're friends with that other person. You need to stop being friends. And I think that's an unfair situation. And it really doesn't make any sense. Kimmy isn't the one that fell out with Melody. Kimmy has played the middle because Kimmy has pointed out that both parties have a hand in why things have fallen apart with their relationships. Both parties. And I'm not speaking about the husbands. I'm talking about simply just with their own relationships. So Kimmy plays the middle with it. And the mom is not feeling it. She doesn't like it. All right, so it is what it is on that front. Let's go on with um, Kimmy and Maurice. As per the previous episode, um, Little Monster, that's Maurice's son, is now living with him. You know, last season, it was a big hoopla with Kiawa, Monster's mother, Kiawa, I think that's her name. She was really bitter and angry. That's the way it came across. Now, if you know, she looked to be really bitter, very angry at Maurice for reasons that we, you know, we was trying to figure out why is she so angry? Because every time they would get on FaceTime, she would have an attitude. She was unhappy. She seemed miserable. And the inference was that she never got over the relationship ending. That's the way people took it. And then when Maurice was explaining why he would like his son to be down in Huntsville with him, you know, she was very resistant. She came, she again expressed more anger. She had disdain towards Kimmy. It was a mess. And I think what she did was Kiawa probably looked at the last season, looked at last season and saw how she looked on there. Like she probably didn't think that this was what, what was going on. But the perception and the way that she presented herself, she saw it for herself. What people were saying about her at the reunion and throughout the season, she had a chance to see it for herself. And I think she had to like really take notice about what's going on with her emotionally and this whole relationship and everything that's going on around it. So this time she's talking to monster and to Maurice and she's a lot more pleasant. She's, she's happy. She's considering moving down to Huntsville, her and her husband. Uh, everyone's, you know, the husband got on the call. It's interesting because Kiwawa's husband used to date Maurice's sister. I found that to be kind of interesting. I'm like, Oh, small world, huh? But nonetheless, everybody got along and Kiawa's mom I mean, Kiawa, I'm sorry. Kiawa would like to meet with, you know, the couples, you know, her and her husband and Kimmy and, and Maurice get together and have a little dinner and talk. And Kimmy was very much okay with that. Kimmy was like, you know what? Okay. You know, that's not a problem. Um, Maurice was like, are you expecting an apology from her? And she was like, no. 
And then she went on, she said, you know, because I got the prize. Now, that was a dig, that was a dig, that was a dig, Kimmy. You didn't have to go ahead and say that at all. Uh, so that let me know right then and there that Kimmy is still bothered by how she was treated by Kiawa last season. And I don't blame Kimmy for, for still holding some residual anger because nothing, it didn't seem like there was a resolve as far as the, the two of them were concerned and the lack of respect that was given. So I get it. So I think when she said it, it was so quick and it's just her feelings start coming out at that moment. It was a dig, but her feelings just came out like, girl, I don't see it for you still, but okay, we can be cordial. That That's, that's kind of where I got where she was coming from. Um, and then, you know what, you know, Maurice is still saying to Kimmy, well, you should go ahead and quit your job and start selling real estate full time and, and it will be great. And she's like, you know what? I don't even want to talk about this. This is my birthday. And we don't have to go into this whole thing about me quitting my job. Now, granted, I don't think that Kimmy should quit a job, but I'm not in that relationship. Kimmy is a nurse and has been a nurse for the last 22 years. It's very hard to get into that profession. Okay. It's hard to get into that profession. So Part of her identity, I think, is being a nurse. That's just part of, you know, when you go through a lot to get into a profession, such as becoming an attorney, such as becoming a nurse, such as becoming a doctor, you know, those particular professions where it's a lot of additional schooling beyond an undergraduate degree, you know, um, you identify very heavily with what that is. You know, you start taking into consideration what that is, and it becomes part of who you are. Not all of who you are, but a large part of who you are. And I think that's how Kimmy is like, okay, so that's one thing. The other thing is Kimmy mentioned previously about, you know what, I love the fact that I know every two weeks I'm getting paid X amount of dollars, okay? Every two weeks I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteed to get paid X amount of dollars. I love the fact of knowing that I have a paycheck coming and I can plan my life around how am I, what am I going to do once I get paid? She likes that, that stability. All right. So being an entrepreneur, it doesn't quite work like that, you know, so she, it's going to take some time. So, but I get what she's saying. He keeps bringing it up. I wish he would leave it alone. Let this woman make her decisions as to you know, whether or not she's going to do full-time real estate or not, you know, so that's that. And then we get a chance to see her son. I think her son name is Jalen or something. I forget. Um, he's in his junior year in college. He, um, <laughs> it's a so funny, he had his, um, uh, Omega sci-fi, you know, uh, uh, chain on, which was, you know, he's, I, I don't know if he's still a Neo, but he's, he was, um, recently inducted into Omega sci-fi. I put it like that. Um, and it, they showed him last season with his line brothers and they were having, you know, his birthday party and, and everything. It was really a lot of fun. And, you know, um, let me see, uh, Marceau, who's also a member of Omega Side 5, getting out there, trying to do his little, you know, trying to get out there and hop with the rest of the youngins. He was like, oh, I can't do it quite like I used to. Like, no, you can't. Uh, it was kind of fun. So it's great to see her son there um, celebrate her birthday with her son and everything. And, you know, he's expressing interest in going into real estate after he graduates. That's really what he would like to do. 
And Maurice is very happy to hear that. And he pushes that even further with, yeah, you and your son can be a father, I mean, mother, son team out here selling real estate. And Kim is like, again, I'm going to need you to let, let that go. Leave me alone. I'm going to try to enjoy this birthday. <laughs> so that was funny. So that's really pretty much as far as they're concerned, their situation. Let's get into um, uh, I guess we can go ahead and get into Tish and Marceau. Now, Marceau goes to the gym, meets up with LaDeric, and they're talking about um, meets up with LaDeric. Well, the first time we see them all together, I think it was LaDeric, Maurice, and Marceau. And they're all together and they're talking. Marceau, Marceau is complaining about the fact that, you know, he has three children and they have to be at school at three different times. And then I think the youngest one has to, like, she's in school from like nine to like, I think she's only in there like three hours a day or four hours. So if, if she has to be at school at nine, she's out like about 12 or one o'clock. She so used to go back and pick her up and all of that. And, they, and he was trying to let them know, like, you know, this is very difficult. And LaDeric was like, well, Tisha does that every single day and still does her real estate work, you know, and everything. So what you're doing for right now you know, it's not a really a big deal and you're not doing it all of the time, you know, because more so, you know, he likes that old fashioned. I want the wife to stay at home and take care of the house and the children. And I go out, I go out and be the provider for the family. That's Marceau's thing. So later on, we see. Again, Lederick and Maurice. No, not Maurice and Marceau. But this time, Lederick has surprised the scene by inviting Martel there. And Martel sees Marceau and we find out a week prior in the gym that Marcel and Martel got a head of run in. And they 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 had some a huge disagreement and Martel called Marceau a bitch. So they really I mean they they just their relationship is really over and it's ruined. It's there are so many things that have gone down to the point where they don't see it for each other. And I don't think there is a return to how it once was type of thing going to happen with them because they have both just reached down as low as you can go. And once you do that, it's there's no coming back. There's no return. There's no getting back and forgiveness and all of it. It's just not going to happen. So here we go again with Derek trying to get them to talk. They're not seeing it for each other. And this is a, it's, 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 you're in a situation where for one, you're, su you surprise them both. So they're both on their on guard. Okay. So you're not going to get a lot of positive things out of this conversation because they're both on guard. They're both angry. So they both are not going to really see it or hear it for each other. Now, Martel accused Marceau of posting his tax returns on a blog. I hadn't heard nothing about that. Posting his tax returns. And, you know, Marceau was like, that's not something I would do. That's a that's a that's a girl move, in other words. You know, he was like, I wouldn't do anything like that. And it's just a mess. And then Marceau, did Marceau bring it up? I'm not sure if Marceau brought it up or who brought up Letitia attending. I think Martel did. 
Um, you know, Letitia showed up at an event that she wasn't invited to. And the look on Marcel's face, because he really was like, well, you know what? That's true. I, I told her that she shouldn't go anyway, but she decided to go. And Marcel was like, well, you know, I think getting a security guard was a bit excessive for that situation. You can tell Marcel was trying to not make his wife look wife situation look worse than it was, but he was trying. I think he was really trying to defend her, but he didn't do a really good job of that. He tried. He was like, you know what? I think the whole security guard come get her situation was too much, and that's about all that they had to say to that. Then they're talking about threats to each other and people. Um, signing, getting restraining orders and all this kind of mess. It was a lot of threats. I think Martel was being more passive aggressive in this scene than Marceau. Marceau wants to move on, but he's not really looking to be friends. He just doesn't want the conflict anymore. And Martel is still pushing buttons and being very passive aggressive. You know, you know, hinting around whether or not this guy does he does Mar Marcel really still want to live in that town? You know, in other words, like Martel can run him out of the town or something. It was kind of, it was it wasn't a good look. The whole situation was was a negative, and it was going to be a negative. They they weren't in a in an environment and in a place where they're ready to have a sit down and really deal with their with their issues. I don't think they want to. Honestly, I don't think they want to. I, I think that they just they just need to just stay away from each other. So Marceau gets back home, talks to Tish, and he tells them, tells her about how the interaction went. And the and he even mentions the whole situation at Melody's event. And she was like, Well, I hope you defended me. Which I was like, Tish, girl, look, you were wrong. You were absolutely out of order showing up at that private event that you were not invited to. And her thing was, well, you know, I don't mind you telling me that I'm wrong in private, but out in public, I still want you to defend me. I, I'm not really, I didn't really 100% agree with that. I think if Marceau had said, you know what, I, uh, even though I, I mean, Mar you know, he could have said something like, you know, I didn't want her to attend that event. Um, but I also still believe that it was excessive to put her out. You know, I didn't think it was that was necessary. She wasn't going to bring harm to the event. I think he could have said something like that. But Tish, you know, you want this protection. But like Marceau was saying, you make it difficult. <laughs> you make things hard for me to, you know, I am supposed to protect you. But you put me in situations where it's hard to do that. You want to do your own thing, but then expect me to be your protector and it's just not working. Your own thing is is turning to stuff that's not working out in in our favor. You know that's where Marcel was going with that. So I agree with Marcel. I was I was here with Marcel was saying 100. I wasn't on Tish's side. Um, what else happened here? Um, we do see Melody and Martel talking about certain things and about their businesses and you know things of that nature. Earlier in the episode, uh, we saw Melody's mom come by the house and and she um, having some issues with Tish and Marceau and Marceau claiming he has a sex tape of Melody's mom and he's going to expose it. And she was like, look, I'm grown. 
you know, um, if there is a sex tape with me, I'm grown. And, you know, a lot of, like I said, these are the types of things that, that really challenge a relationship to the point where, to the point where it's like, girl, I don't know. I don't see it for you. I think that, like I said, I don't see where there's any repairs that could be made. I don't see where either side is going to benefit. I mean, I just don't see it. It just does not make any sense. But nonetheless, that was really all of the episode. I was, you know, trying to go through all the different things that happened. It was more heavily on the Tish and Marceau side of things and, and then Martel coming into the mix um, as opposed to the host, which was fine because we've seen enough of the hosts for the first two episodes. It was a good episode. I look forward to seeing what's going to happen next week. Talk to you later.